Welcome to day 104 of the New Way. We'll look at another parable in Matthew 13, 24 through 30. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Jesus says he's explaining what his new kingdom will be like or what it would be like to be a follower of his. Here's another parable based on farming. You need to know that when a farmer harvested his crop, he had two uses for it, feed and seed. First, it was to provide food for the coming year but he also saved a part of it for seed for next year's crop. If you harvest both the wheat and the weeds together, then your seed for next year would be filled with weeds and ruin next year's crop. And your feed for this year would be ruined because the weed seeds mixed in would make the flower inedible and possibly poisonous. So let's look at what Jesus is teaching. Who is the man sowing the good seeds? Who is the enemy? What does the enemy do? What did the servant suggest doing? Why did the farmer say no to that idea? What did he say he would do to take care of the problem? Now let's read Matthew 13, 36 through 43, and we'll get some answers. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, the one who sowed the good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the people of the kingdom. The weeds are the people of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are angels. As the weeds are pulled up 
and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. Whoever has ears, let them hear. So what does this mean to us today? There will be people in our churches, our small groups, or possibly our group of friends who are not followers of Jesus. We mustn't try to dig them up or get rid of them. We need to focus on our own responsibilities, knowing that God will take care of them at the judgment. Any attempt to remove them and purify the group will result in much hurt and destruction of tender plants. We shouldn't focus on digging out the weeds, but focus on fertilizing and cultivating the good seeds and let God deal with the weeds. But that brings up another question. Did Jesus believe in hell? Yes, he apparently believed in a literal, real hell and mentioned it several times in his recorded teachings. But remember, this is not God's plan or desire for you. Hell was designed for Satan and his demons. God sent Jesus to be your Messiah. Here are some verses from Matthew and Luke that include Jesus' teachings on hell. The remaining teachings seem to be duplicates, so I did not include them here. We will, of course, cover them as we encounter them in this study. Matthew 5:22 But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister raka is answerable to the court, and anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Matthew 5:29 if your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. Matthew 10:28. Do not be afraid of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. Rather be afraid of the one who can destroy both soul and body in hell. Matthew thirteen forty through 42 As the weeds are pulled up and burned in the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil. They will throw them into the blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew thirteen forty nine through 50 
This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the blazing furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Matthew 18, 8 through 9. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Luke 16 23 and 24. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this fire. So what do you think? Did Jesus believe in a literal hell? In his service, Dale.